Hello out there in podcast land, and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rap Pad Podcast Network, where our hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, we crack a couple jokes, we give you our insight into the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your, ho- I'm your host, Hollywood, I'm joined by my three co-hosts, Adam, Maestro, and Cowboy. Hello! Hola! This week we're celebrating my birthday. Yeah. So the rule on the show is is when it's your birthday you get it, you get a freebie movie. It could be anything you want and I'm cashing mine in today. And I've chosen 1997's Breakdown. Now let me jump into the uh, who directed it, who stars in it, whatnot. We can go from there. This movie was directed by Jonathan Mostow. Mastow. He's done two movies that we've done in the past on spoilers. Okay. This guy did Surrogates. Surrogates with Bruce, Bruce Willis. Willis. Yes. Sorry, Maestro. <laughs> and then he also did Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines, uh, okay. with the TX, yes. mm. the, the chick uh, Terminator. This movie stars Kurt Russell, J.T. Walsh, Kathleen Quinlan, M.C. Ganey, and Rex Lynn. Let me get to a brief synopsis. We'll go from there. A man searches for his missing wife after his car breaks down in the middle of the desert. Now, before we jump into the show, I'm sure you're wondering why did I pick Absolutely. this movie? Yes, please. So, so the, so the obvious because you wanted choice. to do a porn and with Kurt Russell, <laughs> and it's like porn. So, <laughs> the obvious choice is Kurt Russell, but um, the real reason is uh, we just, as of this recording, Father's Day was last Sunday. Okay, right. And this movie was the last movie I saw in theaters with my dad before he passed away. Oh. So this movie, as much as I look for Russell, okay. since I am a father for the first time, I kind of wanted to tie that in. I see. Oh, that's sweet. Uh, yeah. So uh, when I did watch this for the podcast, Rami was in my arms. He was asleep. Okay. So in a way, yeah, I yeah. was like, you're watching this with your dad, like how I watched it with my dad. Nice. I like that. But then this is just one of my favorite Kurt Russell movies. Okay. Because he's just... it Kurt just Russell? No, it's just... <laughs> I picked this because... It's less than 90 minutes, which is great. <laughs> and it just moves. And it's it's an easy enough thriller where you just jump in. Like, I feel like anybody can relate to it. Yeah, you're just like, oh, shit, what if my significant other was taken? Well, what would I do? Right. Mm-hmm. Now, I ask this every week. Have you guys ever seen this movie before? Yes. No. A long time ago. Mm. I, have, I had seen it. It's, okay. But it, it was... Probably within the past 10 years, maybe 15. So it's been a while. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This was 97. I would say maybe, yeah, late 2000s. Not 2010, but before that, I would okay. say. When I got the text saying we're going to watch the breakdown, I thought it was the rundown. So <laughs> I had the rock movie. So I'm like, yeah, I thought it was the rock movie. I'm like, all right, cool. Okay. It's definitely funny. And, I feel yeah, like we so. did that one. Did we do that one? Mm-hmm. Oh. So then I, we talk about it. Okay. Yeah, because it's funny. All right. <laughs> So we did watch this movie, though, right? Yeah, it did. Okay. <laughs> it isn't like my birthday pick last year. All right. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was it? Wasn't it's it Mixed Nuts? Lady, no, it wasn't. Lady Blood Fight? No, no. that wasn't it. Uh, yeah, it was Mixed... It was. I thought it was Mixed Nuts, but it was the Bodyguards. No, that was his Thankful movie. Yeah, Thankful oh, movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Hmm. I'll look it up. <laughs> Anyways, while Adam's looking it up, Hollywood... Yes. What were, we, what, what were we talking about for the show that you like? Besides of the fact that you like this movie mm-hmm. so much for the specific yeah. reasons of your history, what did you like about the movie involving Kurt Russell himself as the character? So the one thing I like about the movie, if you've never seen it, which is in your case, and you guys technically since it's been a while since yeah. you've yeah. seen it, the one thing I like about the movie is 
if you've never seen it before, the scene where he like goes into the diner mm-hmm. or when he talks to the, the Billy, that kid. Yeah. It really makes you gives you the illusion like who's in on this? Mm-hmm. Is the, are the cops in on it? Yeah. That, that's the one thing I like. I okay. like I like just the tension like the scene where uh he goes let me see the the, the tickets. The yeah. yeah. And the guy's like I don't have to show you shit. He goes, and my wife sat here, uh, yeah. and she, her name's are there, and he gets in, he's going through, and he's like, all right, mister, put the fucking tickets down. Yeah. And then when he goes outside and talks to Billy, that owner of the shop pops his head out, and he's like, what's going on over there? Yeah. So it gives that illusion, like, is this guy in on it? What's happening? Who knows what? Yeah. yeah. So I, I did like that. You can hey, really I can see if you're watching it for the first time, um, you don't realize Billy's in on it until he hits you. Hits, um, hits him with a pistol. Hits him over the head yeah. with a shovel. Right. Then he you takes know. off his bad boy hair, and, uh, yeah. and he comes instantly intelligent. It, what's the turn, Adam? What's I that? taught you. That Billy does a heel turn. A heel turn, yeah. Mm-hmm. He, do, he definitely does. That's a wrestling term where um, someone who's good turns bad, so it's a okay. heel turn. Yeah, got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he played. He played like he was um, he not, real dumb. Yeah, and then he uh, took off the hat and instantly became. He, he did a great job, and then he told me, "I I heard the cops are in on it, you know, so he wouldn't go to the cops." Yeah. So, but then, you know, when the cops did come later, I was still thinking they're in on it. So yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, wait. Oh, damn it. This is going to be rad. The cops are going to be like, oh, oh, oh gotcha, sucker. Yeah. Uh, but then it turns out, no. She was a cop. Yeah. yeah. Because he because because the guy that played real dumb was actually really intelligent and told him not to get to talk to the cops. Yeah. <gasps> Inception. Right. So this is a movie that you couldn't make today because of phones. Because you could track your wife, or she could text you, or right. There's a lot of reasons they could yes. just call AAA and yeah. problem solved. So this is a movie that right. you OnStar. Could... Uh, oh, your exactly. cables are unplugged underneath your hood. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Thank well, you. <laughs> so I mentioned in the Facebook that um, while I've been gone, I've been watching movies. Just mm-hmm. oh yeah, this is a great movie, and then forcing myself to watch this. The spoiler goggles came back. Right. So I was spotting some nitpicks that I never would have thought of all the times I've seen this. Okay. Okay. Now I'm not a car guy. If you're, if you're, if those cables get pulled at the gas station, yeah. is there a delay where the car will go and then it just out of nowhere it, it, it just breaks down? Which cable is it again? Is it for the alternator? I don't know. I have no idea. It, it looks like a made up cable. Okay. Because there, I don't <laughs> think that I don't think the cable exists in a real car. Okay. So you know how like online share unless you want to take this one. Go ahead. All right. Because like you know how the alternator if it doesn't. Um, um, recharge the battery, the car will die. That's the that, oh, okay. The theory is oh. that uh, how you can tell if you have a dead battery or your alternator is going bad is if you get the car started and you disconnect the battery, your car should still run because it runs on the alternator. I don't know how it is nowadays with these newer cars, oh. with the computers and stuff like that. But an older car—that's <laughs> what the truck driver said. An older car, you can you can start your car, disconnect the battery, and it should still run. Because the alternator oh. keeps the car running and charges the battery. The battery is just there for the cold crank amps to start the car up. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. So when the alternator goes bad, all it is running on is just the battery's life. But then, if you plug the alternator back in into a dead battery, it wouldn't turn it back on. No, it wouldn't. Probably okay. not, no. So it couldn't have been the alternator. Because if it, then it just plug it in and everything's back up. But, I mean, but... For the premise of this movie, it was an easy fix. Oh, hey. Maybe it was a, a, a catalytic hey. converter. A cowboy converter? Cat, catalytic. I don't convert any converter. I don't think they had catalytic converters. It's the only other car, car term that I yeah, know I'm is sure an actual they have thing. Yeah, a catalytic converter in the Jeep. <laughs> yeah, Cherokee? but not. Something yeah, about smog Jeep checks. Cherokee, but nice. <laughs> Seven? Well, yeah, but 
there been catalytic converters in cars for like in the 50s 60s no i'm talking about like now they wouldn't make them in there now they still make them now they're just not made with the same kind of a uh, aluminum or something whatever yeah. there's, there's this precious metal inside of it that they used to be but there isn't now but the catalytic converter still exists just not in the way that they have I think. That's why on an older car to replace a catalytic converter costs so much that and the labor to get to the damn thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. So I don't know about cars either, but I I'm pretty sure drive, that it's, it's I have bullshit. a gripe in the movie, and it goes with somewhat you're saying. The one major gripe, towards the end of the movie, you realize the guy in the cowboy hat when he's driving Kurt Russell down the road, and he's like... Uh-huh. Uh, the pilot from Con Air? Yeah. Oh, the swamp thing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this will teach you to leave your hood open while you go into the store at a gas station. A, he didn't leave he, uh, the car with the hood open and go into the store. His wife did. Yeah. He was standing the entire as time. That, as soon as that happened, I'm like, well, like as soon as he said that, I'm like, what are you fucking talking about? <laughs> he was there by the car the whole time. Oh, although I hate to defend it. The first time we see that scene, he's putting oil into his car. Yeah. So am I supposed to just assume he had to go inside to buy the oil? Yes. Okay. Are you supposed then to also... S- they edited the movie wrong. Yeah. It is... It is... It, it's meant to be assumed, but they didn't lay it out. I see... No, it's, it's a good point. And only because I had just thought about it. <laughs> he got that oil from somewhere. He's not, he's not the kind of guy that has oil and backup in his car. Well, what what has his it? wife seen it, though? She was inside grocery shopping because yeah, she, she came out with a bag of groceries and the guy's like, howdy, ma'am, you got to be careful who you're, who you're riding in the car with. Yeah. So are you telling me they both went inside at the same time? Mm-hmm. With the one, open. One that, that's, and that, and yeah. apparently the car unlocked, too. Right. I don't know. Were they from Massachusetts? Massachusetts. And I are just... They Massachusetts? That, they have Massachusetts okay. plates. And I just picked it up this viewing. They don't have Boston or New England accents. Honey, go to the car. Oh, I see. They may not be, have been born in oh, Massachusetts. Okay. Do, we, do we know what his job is? Either of their jobs? All right. So uh, I would have said this in trivia. Okay. So I'll just tell you now. A In the script, it was never... Uh, no, sorry. The original opening in the script shows Jeffrey Taylor, Kurt Russell, as a photographer in an unnamed war-torn area. He blames himself for the death of an innocent woman and upon returning to America, quits freelancing and takes a job in San Diego, California. Now, the reason why I think they took that scene out is because that could lead someone to believe like, okay, so he's in a war-torn area. He knows how to survive. I think they took that out. So that way he's just average Joe. Oh, I don't know how to shoot a gun. I don't know how to fight. I think that's why they took it out. Well, he handles the gun pretty well. Yeah. yeah, for someone a, who you don't yeah. think knows how to use a gun. Except when he's underneath the big rig. And puts it in his back pocket. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. He handles it better than Bruce Willis did in um, Death Wish. That's for sure. Okay. <laughs> he cut his, he cut his, his yeah. hand <laughs> yeah. on, the, on, the, okay. on the recoil. Yeah, well. on the slide. Uh, uh, yeah, the gun, the gun thing, that, that pissed me off uh, underneath. The fact that he was under... Okay. Most of my notes are about this exchange, this whole scene. Uh from when he goes underneath the truck uh-huh. to when he is now in the house. First, he gets up under the truck, and he's, and he's resting inside of, like, a, a wheel well. Mm-hmm. Like that's where he put a spare tire. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's holding him pretty nicely. So why <laughs> do you have to risk your life to try to get behind <laughs> into the backside of the cab thing? Maybe, maybe he's scared that he could see him in the rearview mirror. I don't yeah. know if he can't well, see him. He, well he's, under, he's underneath it, and, and honestly... He was trying to get to a more secure location mm-hmm. uh, that would be more comfortable 
but he can hide because if he stayed in that that wherever they yeah. stopped, yeah, he'd be visible, you know, from right, anybody else around. Which so he, he was. wanted. He, he was. I mean, the kid driving down, or the kid in the back <laughs> yeah. seat, yeah, just staring at him, you know, right. So instead, he climbs underneath the truck by grabbing onto I don't know the rotor or some undercar part thing. Yeah. And There's then climbs up around, there. climbs through the side of it. It with perfect sight. All he had, to, the guy that's driving, just has to do one of these, <laughs> and that's it. Game over. Yeah. Just one of these. Well, the whole time he, he, just, he did actually look. Yeah. Right, but it was before he got all the way out yeah. there. So uh, yeah. he only was like a hand and an arm or something like that in his head. But you would think he would have saw that. Yeah. It's just that's it. Game over. Mm-hmm. And he, he, he did one of these. Oh, for uh, uh, huh? for those of you audio only, Adam's just turning his head to the right. Yeah, it's like I'm gonna do like a, a five to ten degree turn. That's it. Game over. Uh huh. like, yeah. Game this is over. it. That's it. It's just a. Uh, oh, it's over. Right. Oh, yeah, I'm done. To be quite honest oh, with you, at you that me. point of the movie where he was underneath the big rig, the guy just got done telling everybody, "No, waste no time. Get back to the just drive away. Get far away. Blah blah blah. Too much heat. Let's get out." So he probably was just. I'm going to go, you know. He didn't care about anything. Mm-hmm. Just go straight. i got to pull up my notes. I, have, nope. <laughs> I took notes for this movie. So the, the one thing, uh, I like, I love this movie, but my least favorite part of the movie has always been the end of the final act when it turns into Mad Max, <laughs> where it's Everyone's three cars car, versus yeah. him in the okay. truck. I, I think everything's great until, like, the in the house – and then when it turns into Mad Max, I'm always like, oh, okay, I'm not interested anymore. Mm. Uh, another question about this truck. Why is he hauling around in an empty container? Mm. Who's hauling around in a what? The, the main, the main he, bad guy. It's just a decoy. He's just the one to come back behind somebody who's broken down on the side of the road and help out. So he's not actually a long-haul trucker? No. no. He could be. Well, you, you think if, he, about if he is, he then could, he, could he would have, have an empty thing. I, I he could have been at one point. But because you, you you remember this scene when he gets home, the wife's like, you weren't supposed to be home for six days. Oh, we got done early. So his excuse to get out on the road was, hey, I got a long haul to do. Mm-hmm. I got this, blah, blah, blah. That was his story to his family. So he just drives around looking for marks. That's his yeah. job. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> or, they, or they get a mark and, all right, cool, here's a mark. Okay, they're traveling this way. Well, just yeah. make sure you... you, you Travel further, you know, because as the truck passed him, he turned around and looked. Oh, then the big rig came. They're like, "Oh, our savior! These crazy people in the, the pickup truck." Wouldn't the cop you know? recognize him then if this is a, a trucker that's going down the same highway back and forth all day every day? So, watching this movie, another not complaint question I have. Okay, when JT Walsh has his heel turn, when you find out that he's actually the bad guy behind all this, mm-hmm. he tells him, "You see that town back there? It's the city of Bracket." Two hit, two two shithole in the middle of nowhere. Go down there. Go to the bank. Wire transfer money over. Give me the bank. Give me the money. You have fifty minutes. Are they doing this in that town, or are they going to multiple small towns? Because oh. if the banker sees like, hey, this is another guy who wants wire, who wants oh, another yeah. wire transfer. I don't think they are. I don't think they're that dumb. But hmm. I, I I don't know what part of the Southwest they're working. Mm-hmm. Okay, but. Also, the scene where he's in the in the police station and the guy, the the deputy drinking the coke, who could be a Giamatti. Oh, okay, just him sitting there drinking the coke. Okay, like, oh, Mr. Taylor. Yeah, um, <laughs> all those all those uh, missing posters. Yeah, y- yes, 
Are we to believe that it's JT the same Walsh, stretch of highway? Are we are we to believe that JT Walsh took all those people? Absolutely. Okay. Because also, as, as soon as Kurt Russell gets into the barn, uh-huh. you see license plates oh, yeah. screwed around, like uh, nothing boxes but, of like cameras, nothing, nothing but trouble. Yes, exactly. <laughs> all the all the things that they've stolen over, over the yeah. over the years of all these people, <laughs> all the belongings are right here. Uh huh. Banker. So yeah. do, do they, they kill all these people? I'm assuming so. That's what the fridge is for, to keep them there until they die and then go bury them somewhere? <laughs> Which is also interesting that the wife knew about the fridge but didn't know it was inside. No, she didn't know about no, the whole, she didn't know at all. She didn't know about the whole bottle thing at all. Because oh, it was always covered. That. Yeah. It was always covered. Yeah. And she's like, Warren, what is this? Yeah. Look, well, hold on a second. Even that be the case, I mean, she's been into the barn, though. She's seen all the crazy shits in there. I don't know because she went out to the barn calling them for pancakes because she was making she was making breakfast, uh-huh. yeah. and she had to stand outside the barn until they opened the door. Like, yeah. does he have such control over her that she's not allowed to open the barn door and go in? I guess so because she was hollering at them from outside the barn door. Yeah, yeah we'll we'll be there in a second, and they uh-huh. carry the body around, and the girl's going uh-huh. Uh-huh, making all this noise. She doesn't hear that right outside the barn door. No, no question. Mm-mm. No. Because you couldn't even see it through that giant crack. Right? He goes, he closes it, and he locks the barn and goes back into the house. There's a crack like this. Yes, yeah. (laughs) But but his wife wife. uh, can look up 20 feet and see his eye peering through a hole. Oh, yes. That also was upsetting. (laughs) I know. I know you were going to say something. So upsetting. Yeah, just... Huh? Oh, an eye. That could be anyone's eye. Right. Oh, I know the eye anywhere. (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) That's so dumb. I would put your significant other and, and a bunch of other eyes, just their eye, see if you can pick it I, up. I couldn't recognize First of all, I wouldn't even wife. see it. I would, yeah. I would, <laughs> so I would, far, so how far, far I would up. say? Was yeah. it 12 feet? Yeah. 13 feet? 20 feet up, maybe? I would say about 20, 20. feet up. 20. Yeah, no, it, it's it's quite a ways. Because that big truck had to pull in there. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. Well, no, it didn't. But that also means that there was a beam of light coming from exactly where she is looking. <laughs> right? To be able to see the eye through the slot. Uh-huh. Or there's light up there somehow. It's like, uh, it's, it's, it was a bad... No, because it was shadow. It was just the eye was bright and the rest of his face was shadow. So you're right. The light was coming from her. <laughs> no, not necessarily because down below was lit and up above wasn't. So it could have been light reflecting from all over the place. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I don't. Like, I don't or, or maybe the light was reflecting off of some of the metal nah, on the truck. Work. No, it doesn't. That's going from the same same exact angle. Um, I don't mean to. Yeah, I don't mean to jump off topic. <laughs> but when you used Mark, I laughed because yeah, that's another wrestling term. Yes, it is. Are, are you familiar with the term Mark oh, yeah. in, in the wrestling world? Yeah. A Mark is someone who doesn't know that it's fake or scripted. So it's you as a kid watching wrestling. So the reason I laughed is because is because. Um, uh, someone like me who knows like what's happening backstage and all that, I would be considered a smart or a smark. A smart. Smart. Because okay. I know what's happening, but I'm still buying into, yeah, he's an undead man who rose from the dead, The Undertaker. Of course. <laughs> the reason I'm laughing is because uh, a few weeks ago, a new wrestling company started called AEW. So it's everyone who's in the indie world who like does goes bar wrestling. Okay. All those people. They created a, a new company that's going to rival WWE. Oh. And they had their first pay-per-view in uh, Vegas. It was called Double or Nothing, and it's every indie darling in the indie wrestling world. Anyway, mm-hmm. so I invited um, a few of my friends over, just like four or five of them. And my friend, who also has a kid, brought his wife, and she hasn't really seen wrestling. And she kind of got into it from watching this pay-per-view. Oh. And um, do you remember when we were kids, the wrestler Goldust? Yeah. So no. he's no longer Goldust. He's just Dustin Reynolds, and he's fighting his younger brother, Cody, uh-huh. who's the co-owner of the company. And Dustin bladed himself. 
So he's bleeding. Uh-huh. And my, my buddy's wife, she's like, oh, my God. And my, my, my buddies, they're all like wrestling nerds. So when they saw her reacting, like, oh, my God, is he really – is he okay? Two of them went, Mark, <laughs> to her. <laughs> ah, you Mark. <laughs> anyway. But that's the reaction they're going for, right? They yeah. want somebody who's like, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. yeah, they want someone who's yeah. like, uh, oh, my God. That's how they get new fans. Mm-hmm. And then by the time they realize it's, they're already, it's they're, acting, it's entertainment, they're already sucked in. Yeah. So back to breakdown. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> mainly, one thing I realized was, as much as I love the movie, I had to watch with the spoilers goggles, and I saw some stuff, but I still love the movie regardless. Okay. So they take the wife, Kathleen Quinlan. Right. It, it was supposed to be both of them. Yeah. But he wanted to stay with the car. So he drives off with her. He goes to Bell's diner. Have you seen my wife? No. So we're led to believe no one in the diner is in on it, right? Right. Yeah. What point... What what I'm asking is, if Kurt Russell didn't see the driver on the road and put him off the cut him off the side of the road, and the cop came, at what point were they going to make contact? Like, all right, we have your wife. Like, what? Mm. You get what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, because he's like, oh, I've never seen you before in my life, Mister. Like, was the plan like shit? We didn't get both of them. Fuck it, we'll just kill her. Oh shit! There's the guy. He cut me off, and now the plan. Oh. How, like, how is the plan going into motion if he never runs into him? Well, I'm I'm wondering because I don't think the wife ever got into Bell's diner. Yeah, yeah, right. that I know. Okay, she never got into Bell's diner, so right. they, they don't even know who this is. Mm-hmm. The trucker probably didn't even stop at Bell's diner. Yeah, right. Okay, but Billy was mm-hmm. you know he probably works there, and he probably pretended to be. Addicted right then. Right. Mm-hmm. To lure him away from Bell's Diner and the cops. Mm-hmm. You know? And you remember that scene, like, you know, I don't know, I saw I saw them drive up that street, all you know, that highway, all the way up. Now, what do you mean you saw them drive? Yeah, I mean, you could tell, okay, yeah, no, I saw them drive away from here that direction. How do you know they went that direction onto the 70 or whatever right. and, and took uh, Highway 70 all the way up unless... Mm-hmm. You're with them. Yeah. They, they, they did kind of make it seem that he, uh, I think he, he understood that these people do things. I thought going to hit me with that. Oh. <laughs> Why? Uh, I think he we're tried to get us to believe that he is part of, not part of it, but has seen it go down enough times and they think like, oh, he's just an idiot. We can do this in front of him. He's not even going to know anything. So that's why he has the inside information. Mm. I think that's what we were supposed to take away from it. Yeah. The first, uh, I also okay. okay. The first thing I thought was that every the whole town was in on it. Yeah, that, that's okay. what I was saying right. earlier. Like I like how yeah. they make you think. Even like in the bank. Yeah. That guy asking for the car loan. Yeah. yeah. Is he in on it? I don't know. That's just the yeah. you get. Yeah. You can't uh, trust anyone in this yeah, town. He could have not been in on it. He could have been actually there for a car loan. Yeah. Yeah. For a car loan. Yeah. Very well. Very very possible. But you know he's. He's on pins and needles, Jeffrey, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're watching everybody, you know, because he was looking at everybody in line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was even skeptical about the banker, dude. Yeah. It looked like, you know, he was hesitant to say anything to him. Yeah, yeah they, they definitely got into his head pretty pretty good. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, they had his boy. Right. So I, I think, the to answer your, your question, uh-huh. I, I think the contact with the trucker was made accidentally. Uh, they, they, I think they were trying to do the whole thing on their own by this, by without this guy, and then once they realize the wife can't 
get the account numbers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we're going to need this guy. So now they send Billy, Billy back okay. to go lure him up to the mountain um, in which he drives his, his brand new car right <laughs> over into the water. Is that supposed to save your wife somehow by escaping these guys now that, you, now that you're stranded with not a car? Well, he's just trying to escape Swamp Thing. Yeah. And he goes into a body of water. Mm-hmm. By the way, how they get the car loaded from the origin point? The car went down river. Yeah. Right? Oh. How they how they get the car back? So fast. Not hmm. that far. It didn't go down, I mean, it, maybe 50, 60 feet down the river? Yeah, but how are you going like, to bring it back so fast where you can actually you know, pull it back up around certain areas from just oh, a winch? Dude, they're rednecks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I also feel like that, that fat guy with the beard, Yeah, uh, he could also be Giamatti. Okay. Like say much. Like I know, but just that whole like like the, the the Mad Max trace after Billy gets taken out, he's like, All right, Paul, here's your chance to be the hero of the movie, Paul. And then he's like, Oh no <laughs> And then uh, a big stuffed bear falls on him. <laughs> uh, I, I, w- I wanna ask you guys oh uh, mm-hmm. the, the the basic premise of this movie, what yeah. starts off this whole movie. Mm-hmm. Car breaks down Trucker guy comes up. Do you let your wife get in that car? No. No. Do you no. go in that car? This is 1997. Leave no. her there? No. Well, you, you can't leave her there. Right. You, the old, you would ha- both have to go. Okay. Yeah. So leave the car, this brand new car. With all your things. With everything. You, everything your entire you own, life. Yes. Uh-huh. You leave that and you go. I take. I say take the stuff that you have to take, like your wallet, your uh, mm-hmm. passport, if that be. Um, whatever... Uh, form of like financing that you can take away with you that's hand that's portable mm-hmm. take with you but not, that's it then the truck driver's like man these guys are dumb enough to bring their whole bank account yeah right. right so now you're taking all your possessions in the cab with this guy with the stranger yeah okay well it's I, I'm not sure what the it's right answer is here yeah it's yeah. a tough call yeah it's individual I mean, but think about it it's me man yeah the only thing I know for sure is I do not let my wife go alone yes. <laughs> with a trucker. That's the yeah. only thing I know for certain. Mm-hmm. And then in the end, he sits there, gets out of the car, and he... Hey, hold on. Mm-hmm. A lot of time elapsed that he was that she was gone, right? And he was sitting in the car because he looks at his watch Oops. like, oh, my Sorry, God, this has me. been oh. forever. This has been forever. But when he gets to the diner, he says, they would have been here like a half hour ago. Yeah, 30 minutes. Wait, And you had to drive 20 miles to get there. Oh, that's true. So he just like he sat down and thought, "Oh, let me check the cables." Yeah, I think he was only out there for like a half hour because he's like, "Okay, what's going on?" And then he checked. He's like, "Oh, the." Well, I think wire. Bell's twenty five miles away. Oh yeah, because the town is twenty miles. Yeah, Bell's the was cop. Only- I think you're getting twenty miles from the cop. He says, "Yeah, brackets twenty okay. miles that way. Yeah. Go see my deputy." That's a, the deputy's twenty miles. Bell's is twenty five miles. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he could have been there for twenty minutes even. Yeah. 20, but but if you. If you look at how bright and sunny and hot it is, she makes a mention like, it's going to start getting hot out here, which is telling me your hottest time of the day is 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Right. Typically. Right. You know? And so it's what? one thirty. Sure. But when they cut back to him, it's sundown. The sun's starting to set. It's darker. Yeah. You know? I don't know if that's just an issue with them trying to fit everything in in one day in the production and then oh man you know yeah wait a second when he gets to bell's diner it's bright as fucking shit again is, is this all happen the same day like the first yes. time you see nighttime is at the guy's house yeah everything happens in the day so the furthest distance traveled was from the truck depot to the barn yeah yes 
So and that took all night because it's six o'clock in the morning by the time you get there. Yeah, apparently. Which I guess w- would explain why you wouldn't want to be under that wheel well for six hours. <laughs> yeah. Well, or twelve hours. It, yeah, it would been twelve hours because it wasn't dark when they left the truck depot. Yeah, okay. well, so depending believe- on what time of year, if you want to get technical, six, six thirty, seven yeah. o'clock is the latest they could have left with light. Right. Wow. Yeah, they're real far from home. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe that's the reason why they do that all the way that far from home so they can't get caught. All right. I guess that makes more sense. Would you like to know what ninety thousand dollars? Is equivalent to in today's dollars. Oh, okay, yeah. Because the whole thing with the donuts, you can win $90,000 or 90,000 donuts. Right. So uh, now does Swamp Thing does the, this guy ain't no donut king, and then it clicks all oh, the 90,000. Yeah. I better say that amount. Do you think, uh, this is a stupid question, mm-hmm. is it 90 of those packets of donuts? Because <laughs> each packet has like 10 donuts inside of it. Yeah. So you get 9,000 of those? Uh-huh. Okay. Probably. No, it said 9,000 donuts. I know. That's, that's what I'm saying. So they have eight donuts in those. The okay. hostess one. No, actually, the hostess ones have six, I think. <laughs> so so you don't get 90,000 packets with eight donuts in it apiece. No. You get divided by... No, no. Okay, let me go however. back to 1997 when they had that going on and I'll check. <laughs> so $90,000 in 1997 dollars yes. is equivalent to $143,000 today. Okay. So... They're trying to get 143 grand out of this couple. Mm-hmm. If this was happening today, That's a good amount of money. If there were six donuts in each package, <laughs> and you got 90,000 actual donuts, you would get 15,000 packets. Packets. Of okay. All right, and then you sell those for what do you say, 35 cents a piece? 35 cents. Pay off the car. 30 cents. Pay off the car. 30 cents. 30 cents a piece. A piece. Right. Yeah. Oh, I'm not doing that, Matt. 90,000 times 0.30. No. No, Who cares? Who cares? I know. So as much as everyone's tearing the movie apart, (laughs) do you at least like – I mean, take all that outside, outside of the nitpickiness of it. Do you like just seven minutes in, the car breaks down. Within 10 minutes, the trucker's there, and then you're moving. And it's constantly going, going, going. I I did enjoy the pace of the movie quite a bit. The the, the way that it – once it – it didn't really deviate from this is the main plot line. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a side plot where uh, now he's trying to tie his shirt around the radiator to make the car start uh-huh. or some like weird things. It just it was plot point, plot point, plot point, mm-hmm. plot point. Moving on, and no one lost a shirt. Yeah, I enjoyed the movie because <laughs> it's outside of viewing all these little nitpicky things. It just moves. It moves for for the most part. It is. As realistic as it could get in, yeah. in a movie like this, like like the the world, the logic of everything yes. makes sense. Yes, for this, the most this part, this would take place in the in, in this world. Yeah, uh, everything would work in this world, right? As you would say it. I like JT Walsh as the bad guy. Yeah, because in remember in a few good men, he's the guy who uh, commits suicide. He's Santiago. No, he's the one who works under Jack Nicholson. Oh, and yeah, he's yeah. in the backseat of Tom Cruise's car, and he's like, uh, right. "You know, I can't. T- you know, I can't testify." I, I think he was also knee bomb in the Negotiator. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The, JT Walsh is like in everything. Dude. Yeah, he's like in every movie. He's a great character actor. He's he's, he's, he's very good. Mm-hmm. The cop, uh, the sheriff. He's also in like everything. Do I have any other notes here? Oh, how to get out of the barn? That was my only my last note. Oh yeah, because we see we see we see Nebom locking it, uh-huh. <laughs> or JT, we see JT Walsh locking <laughs> yeah. the barn as he as he leaves. He crawled and out the, the window, he got in. Yeah, he could have climbed up, back up. Yeah, and then down the side of the truck, just like he got up there. Oh, 
This is in my notes. Fucking nitpicking. Okay. When he locks them down there, he takes the key. How does Billy get them out? Does Billy know where there's a spare key to that padlock? Like once Kurt Russell locks him in, he oh. takes the key. How does oh, Billy yeah. get them out? Eh, it doesn't matter. At that point, it's oh. Also, it's he good. he gave up real quick trying to get his wife out of that out of that fridge or uh-huh. to get into that thing. Uh, here's a hammer <laughs> broke. Damn it! I guess I got to confront all those guys <laughs> instead of finding well, something he, else well, on the goddamn bar. Well, he only had ten minutes. He overheard him say, oh, in "About ten minutes, you'll suck all the fresh air out of there." So he only had about ten minutes to. It's a giant barn, though. I, I mean, you're not talking about the barn. We're talking about the fridge. Yeah. yeah. No, to find, he would have found something to break something open, I think. I don't know. Like the padlocks really are designed to, to not. Yeah, you could use a gun. Well, it's not, it's not so much. He had, he had a pry bar, right? Mm-hmm. But he couldn't. It's not that you're trying to break the padlock. You're trying to pull the hinge, the, the hinge yeah. you know, off the door, the wood, pull it out of the wood. Yes. It's only held in there by screws. You put enough yeah. force on that, the screw's going to rip the wood. Right. Okay. Pop out. Just give it another two minutes. But he's only a photographer. Right. In war-torn areas. You only got yeah. five grand. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And the car chase, what are, you, what are your thoughts on that? Oh, Where yeah. it just turns was, into Mad Max? Yeah, that was dumb. Yeah, I don't like that. That's my least favorite part of the movie. That's yeah. where it gets the into your ridiculousness. But at yeah. that point, it's already over, so... Right. Now we're just like, all right, let's wrap it up. Wrap it up. And yeah. maybe that was our thought process too. Like, all right, let's just finish this movie. What's going on with his hair? Which one? When the when the trucks hanging on the side? Did JT Walsh have like a toupee that was no. coming off of, a, or was it, it his comb over? It was a comb over. Okay. okay. It, was, oh. it was traditional old style, basically okay. with a longer top where you flip it over. And you... Okay. I like how the murderous the wife became at the end there. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She didn't seem like the kind of guy that would or the kind of girl that would hurt anybody, and then all of yeah. a sudden, like, oh, we're going to crush this mother. Well, she seemed really shocked when he comes in and says, "Where's my wife? He's got my wife locked up." And mm-hmm. she's like, "What?" And you would think, you know, after she sees the freezer mm-hmm. and, and everything, she'd be like, "What the hell are you into?" Yeah. Blah blah blah. You're putting my family yeah. in danger. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, I was talking about uh, Kurt Russell's wife. Yeah, where she she like puts the car in gear to crush JT Walsh. Yeah, for the, for the yeah. Well, they made that. They, yeah, no, okay, I see. I see. But yeah. the yeah. wife as well. But I understand what you're saying about JT yeah. Walsh's wife. Yeah. Yes, she would. If he lived, she'd be like, "What the hell's going on here?" Yeah. We well, just, I, I think that was more vengeance when she put it in gear. To oh yeah, go because definitely. Oh yeah, they showed yeah. the scene of him not dead. He was still moving. Right. He was down in the ravine, you know, and she probably goes, "You son of a bitch!" Look, yep. You know, I mean, you think about everything they went through. Yeah, but then Fuck you. This this puts her on a path now that they're going to be <laughs> running around town killing people. <laughs> they're the next body. Yeah, they're the next because she's got a taste for it now, man. <laughs> she's, she likes it. <laughs> so I rewatched the trailer for this movie, thinking, "Do okay. they give away that JT Walsh is?" In on it. I was wondering about that. So I rewatched the trailer, okay. and um, it's just the car breaks down. Hey, uh, I can give you a ride to Bell's Diner. She gets in the car, and then he goes to Bell's Diner, and then they're like, I don't, I've never seen your wife. And then it cuts to him when he first pulls him off the side of the road. He goes, yeah. I've never seen you before in my life. And then the cut is like that scene where JT Walsh like turns. He literally heel turns to him to say, hello, oh, yeah? hello Jeffrey. They show that. They show Billy... Like hitting him with hitting with the gun motion, they show the sheriff. So they're giving you the illusion, like, wait, who is it? So they never in the oh. trailer, they never directly show you it's JT Walsh. Oh, okay. they, they give you like six different people of who could be the bad and guy. And the voiceover is like, uh, like, don't you get it? The cops are in on it too. I so see the trailer because if this movie was made now, you would know right off the bat JT Walsh is the bad guy, right? 
because trailers give away everything now. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And this movie would never get made today because there's no superheroes in it. Right. <laughs> you know what we should do, right? We should make. We should see if we could find a trailer that actually doesn't pose the answer of who's the bad guy, and then do a pre-show before we actually watch it. Kind of it like would have to be an older, not yeah. older, but like a movie from this era. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then we see what we can guess before we actually watch who it is. Uh, uh, I have a seven thought. Seven. They, you don't know who Kevin Spacey's in the movie until. Oh yeah. He's right he, until like the him. last yeah twenty minutes. If that movie was made now, they would put Kevin Spacey right up front in that trailer. Right. It, 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 it would. It would just be the the cover of the movie. The poster is just Kevin Spacey. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the bad guy? Oh, yeah. yeah. In seven, have you seen seven, Kevin? Yeah. yeah. In seven, yes. part of the the deal with Kevin Spacey was because if you look at the opening credits, it's Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman, Gwyneth Paltrow, and then it, it jumps into the movie. There's no Kevin Spacey at the end credits. Kevin Spacey is the first first person credited. Good, so they good. hit it. They hit it on the poster. They hit it on the okay. on the on the opening title sequence. They would never do that today. You would know exactly. Yeah. Boom. Kevin Spacey right Identity that was, a, that, that's, that was a good one that's I had, had Annie watch that one last week and she was she loved it whores don't get a second chance <laughs> god yeah alright uh, I think we're any, any more thoughts about the movie yeah I just oh. like it because it moves it's a it's a it's a realistic it was interesting s- it was action packed it was suspenseful it it, it, it it poses it makes you think like oh what would I do like it and like I said in this world the story, despite all the nitpicky things, the world, do- the rules, and everything that's set up, everything moves in a logical until the Mad Max scene. But everything moves in a logical way. Yeah, how a story like this should move. And Kurt Russell's hair is just so light and feathered; it's perfect in the right kind. Even when he just gets out of the river, yeah, mm-hmm. his clothes were soaking wet, but his hair was still. Yep, got that perfect hair. I, I do got to say that for what they made us believe of Kurt Russell, that he's just like basically like a pansy guy, uh-huh. uh, he was doing a lot of things that were not pansy. <laughs> yeah. Like as far as the what would you do in the situation, uh-huh. I would I would be staying in that wheel well for 12 hours. <laughs> There's no yeah. way in hell I would risk trying to climb yeah. the side of that car. Oh, also, did you see the clear the clearly the stuntman on the side of the coat with the longer hair blowing in the oh, wind? No. <laughs> yeah, if you watch <laughs> when you watch older movies on like yeah, a flat yeah. screen and it's bigger. Um, you can totally see, like, oh, that's a stunt, man. Right. Okay. I, we got that in face-off when, at the very end when they get thrown off of the... Mm-hmm. Um, Jet ski? Speedboat. Yeah, speedboat. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, I do notice, though, in whenever you see a stuntman or there's a stuntman there, you'll, you'll see them... Y- yeah. Uh-huh. They're looking down. They're covering their face somehow. Shot on the back. Right. Backside. They, they do everything they can to hide the face. Yeah. It's like, oh, and then it, once I see a hidden face... Stuntman. I know, that's not Does the that take you out of the movie? A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I just know, like, oh, stuntman. stuntman. <laughs> Why? Because you couldn't see his face. <laughs> and like, well, what do you mean? They have to hide the face of stuntman. <laughs> so it's easy for them to get a stuntman in Deadpool then, right? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or they'd just be CGI. They wouldn't even be a uh, yeah. stuntman. <laughs> a stunt CGI person, right? right. Colossus? CGI designer. Colossus? Or stunt, stunt designer. <laughs> What are your closing thoughts on the movie? Uh, it was, I, g- I gave mine. It, w- it was fun. Uh, the suspense was pretty good. I disagree with some of the choices made by uh, by Kurt Russell, mm-hmm. but I mean, it wasn't it wasn't bad. It was just not a bad movie. I, I would never call this bad. I would just, yeah. I would have, I would just complain about the under the car scene and the barn scene, basically, and the Mad Max chase. Yeah, even that, I'm kind of like by that. I think by that time, I'm already too pissed about the other stuff oh, that okay. I'm just like, who cares? <laughs> 
<laughs> You're just like, end the movie. I yeah. don't care how it ends. Yeah, yeah fine, it, fine. So that didn't bother you so much because you knew the end was coming. Right. <laughs> yeah, for me, I was fine until I saw them like box him in on the small road. I'm like, this is this is kind of weird. It almost feels like it's like a Transformer movie, you know? Well, not like that, but after the, the other two guy. cars are gone, I'm sure that work truck is able to pull away from the big rig, right? And the yeah. big rig's still, boom, boom, you know, as they're going down the road. Yeah. That, that scene was so dumb. I, I thought for a second <laughs> when uh, the, the the younger kid with the shotgun pointed the gun out, he was going to hit the brakes, and the shotgun guys were going to shoot the other guys. Yeah, I thought, that too. I thought they were going to kill each other or something like that. Like because it was so ridiculous. Like I bet you that's going to happen now. I bet you that's coming. But I was glad it didn't. <laughs> but yeah. it, it felt like it was appropriate for that mm-hmm. scene. <laughs> Your closing thoughts, Mason? <laughs> no, I enjoyed the movie. I just. I just saw the little small things that I could. Yeah, have, yeah. But other than that, it was, it was a good movie. Entertaining. Cowboy, you're closing. Very this. entertaining. Very entertaining. Um, like I said, it was suspenseful. Kept you on the edge. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny that you said it was like seven minutes until they got here. The beginning it of the just movie, moves, and stuff dude, like, like that. I honestly, I knew they had to do a little backstory and stuff like that. I was bored for okay. those seven minutes. Mm. To me, it seemed like it was longer than seven minutes because okay. I'm watching this going. All right, when is this going to get good? Because I thought it was one of those movies that we've done on this show where it's like, oh, God damn, i got to watch this movie. But then <laughs> it got to a certain part, and I'm like, wait, I've seen this movie before. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Uh-huh. I didn't remember the beginning. Because Oh, it's going to get good. Uh, and then the scene started coming up that I remember. Yeah. I'm like, all right, cool, this is a good scene. But, yeah, no, I mean, seven minutes, it's not that long, but... So you're telling me that back when you were a kid, when you first watched it, you spaced that first seven minutes out too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's pretty, pretty good. Uh, oh, so one, one last thing before we It's possible. Proceed. I'm sorry. It's possible it's okay. that uh, I watched this when I was younger w- with my parents, and I came into the room, and they were in the middle of watching it. Uh, okay. And I was just like, oh, what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. You know? And okay. One last thing. One last question before we proceed. All right. That scene where Kurt Russell ties up the swamp thing and yeah. he wraps the duct tape oh. around his neck to uh-huh. the car. When Kurt Russell breaks, swamp thing like moves forward like this, like there's slack in the tape and it hurts him. Wouldn't it hurt more if he's just like trapped just like this? It, like if there's slack, wouldn't it? Would it not hurt as um, much as he's breaking? You, you got you got to think about it because there's movement in the chair still, the uh-huh. back of the chair. Okay. In, in cars, it'll still move a little bit. So as he's hitting the brakes, he's putting all that momentum on the the chair because he's wrapped around yeah. the chair. It's actually pulling the back of the chair and everything. Oh. And then when they, they so there's they no start, slack. Yeah. When okay. they start going again, the chair goes back. back. Okay. You know, slack is created by the motion. Like if, even if you did tie it tight, that when, when you're being pushed forward, the the uh, the tape it doesn't give away, but your body does. Mm-hmm. So, so your body is getting pressed further into it some more. <laughs> ah, it feels weird. <clears throat> Can we try that with tape? Yeah. It's, uh, so, <laughs> so the the, the tape kind of uh, stays the same, but his body flushes into it. So it's it's providing more choking chokeability. 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 Right. One more thing. I'm sorry. Okay. No, 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 One hey, more thing. This is your just, birthday it's, pick, it's man. My, it's my last. It's my last note. Okay. When Kurt Russell, when the when the when the truck goes over, yeah, and Kurt Russell's hanging on for dear life, yeah, yeah, I think of Corolla's rant. The most unrealistic thing in action movies is grip. Yes, that the heroes have so much strength that they can grip on the side of a building, on the side of a car, yeah, and they won't 
fly off. Right. When he, when Kurt Russell, just an average Joe, is hanging on the side, I thought of Corolla bitching about grip. Yeah. And that was also proven on Mythbusters. They did a whole thing about grip. In fact, Tori Bellici, Bellici, Tori Bellici, yeah, uh, he, he he fucked up his leg from that from that episode. They they hung him off the side of a building and said, "Hold on to this ledge, like like with this much power." But he, they put him like underneath a window, so he fell off the window and his and his knee caught mm. an opening in the window. So they're like, "Ooh, a like, huge gash!" Moved off the side. I think it, they gave him like maybe three seconds worth of being able to hold on just by your fingertips. Or without your fingertips, it was like a, maybe another minute or two, but you can't. Yeah, grip is uh, doesn't work that way, man. It does work in some sense. I mean, like you, if you have it trained, like you know, wall climbers. Okay. Rock climbers who sure. go up cliffs and stuff like that. But this is just an average show. Yeah. Right. This is a photographer for more torn areas. Well, maybe it's possible. We don't know that. <laughs> but maybe it's possible he's a rock climber that has to go through the certain areas with those war torn areas just to get to the show. In Massachusetts? Who knows? Massachusetts? <laughs> Is that where they're from? That's where they're from. No, I'm not. I'm not talking about that part. I'm talking about where the war torn area was. No. Oh, they don't say. They don't say in the script. <laughs> that, that's not in the script or in the movie. So war torn Massachusetts. Yes. <laughs> but but I mean you know there's there's photographers out there that it's a great thing. They work out. <laughs> you know they probably Every work out. Every yeah. uh, That was our opinion of the movie. But like I said at the top of the show, we have lots of them, but zero credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials. The critics. Do you want to hear the good reviews or the bad reviews? So We're going to let Adam choose because yeah. we choose all the time. Bad yeah. reviews. Okay. Well, lately I just choose for you because you guys take too long. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you do, don't we? Yes. Uh, I think we do it on purpose. Yeah, we do. Jonathan Rosenbaum of the Chicago Reader says, Breakdown has plenty of deft action sequences, and what they add up to is nifty garbage disposal, <laughs> with all of us, characters, filmmakers, viewers, ultimately spiraling down the same drain. Wow. Okay. Deft or daft? D-E-F-T. Hmm. Deft. Uh, Stephen Hunter of the Washington Post says, Kurt Russell's lack of energy afflicts the film as much as its director's lack of ideas. Hey, now. <laughs> Kurt Russell was good in this. <laughs> Fine. He had energy. Yeah. Now the good reviews. Susan Wait, animated this guy. <laughs> Susan Stark of the Detroit News says, a classic summer movie that has smarts plus sizzle. And uh. finally, <laughs> Elizabeth Schwarzbaum of Entertainment Weekly says, Breakdown feels at first so casual, so comfortable with its own small expectations. A good but unglamorous cast, a sturdy but unspectacular plot, that the authentic feelings of suspense are a surprise. By the time Jeff's pursuit of Amy reaches its all-stops-out climax, you've invigorated, you are invigorated by something. Huh. It seems like the, the first part that she's like saying, it's just the movie, is what she's saying. It's not great. Oh, it's your... Yeah. It's, it, uh, it happened? Right. The plot, fine. Characters, fine. Actors, fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now it's time for the Rotten Tomatoes game. This is, a part, this is a part of the show where I make the guys guess the score of the movie based oh, on... Oh, look at the time. I'm, I'm late for something. <laughs> based on the Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> score. I gotta go. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst critics in the audience. 0 to 59 is rotten, 60 to 84 is fresh, and 85 and up is certified fresh. What would you like to guess first, the critics or the audience? Ooh. Let's go with the critics first. The uh, professional mm-hmm. movie watchers. The, I remember, there's Kurt Russell. Yeah. And Swamp Thing. Okay. <laughs> I don't think there's a whole lot that they can complain about. Like, like I said, it's not there's nothing genuinely bad about it. Mm-hmm. But uh, what's good about it? Yeah, yeah, that's that, that's where it becomes. Like, all right, so this to them is it just a movie type of thing? What what makes it good? 
I don't know what makes it good, but I don't know what makes it bad. Mm-hmm. Kurt Russell, Swamp Thing. Right, okay. Kurt Russell makes it good. JT Walsh. JT Walsh makes it good. But as far as what makes it bad, uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to go with 45. 45? Rotten, yeah. okay. Who's next? Maestro? Okay, um, I'm going to go with something a little bit more lighter than that because the, if the, they're going to watch the movie because they know Kurt Russell's in it or anything like that. And the movie plays out pretty well, like mm-hmm. it's supposed to. They're going to actually be happier about it too. Okay. So instead of forty-five, I'd actually add another twenty on that. Be sixty-five. Oh, okay. Sixty-five. Sixty-five fresh. Okay. Y'all are fucking with me. Sorry, y'all are messing with me. Yeah. Why? Because I, I kind of uh, let you guys go first to see. You That's know. A gauge? Yeah. <laughs> to gauge where I now it's like there's a 20-point difference between you. I don't know if I want to go in between you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you stunned me by saying 45. Because me personally, I wouldn't have given it a 45. What would you have given it? I would have given it higher. Okay. You know, I, I would yeah, These are the professional critics, though. Uh, are we doing critics? Yes. Or? Yeah, critics. Critics. We'll do audience after. Mm-hmm. Oh. God, well, judging so the 45, way things normally go... See, I, I was going to go way higher than, than what you said because I thought we were doing... The audience, okay. the critics, you said 65? 65, Maestro. 45. 45, Adam. Well, I don't want to totally screw this up, so I'm going to just say 70. 70, okay. I think it was fresh, but I don't think it's like on the high end of fresh. Okay. It is fresh at 80%. Wow. Cowboys, the closest. Woo, cowboy, look at you, man. I, I, I want to say, oh, shit, now we're doing the audience? Oh, yeah. God, i got to add, like, 20 to the 70. <laughs> All right, so now the audience score. All right. I, I knew the audience was going to be bigger uh, or more, higher, whatever. What? Uh, <laughs> now that's pretty high for the critics. All right, audience is going to go with I'll, – I'll put them at 75 then. Okay. I'm going to go lower. Okay. I'm going to go 65. Okay. You went 75, you went 65. Yeah. I'll just stay at 70 then. <laughs> 67%. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, oh. oh, I know. We got it. 65. By barely. One point, by, by one point. point. 65 Two and 70. Points. It's still the same difference away. Same 67. 67. So the, so the critics yeah. like it more than yeah. the audience. No, 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 you're right. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah one point. That's fine. Okay. Eh, whatever. Tiger you got runner. It. Yeah. I got the first one. You got the second one. <laughs> Paul Giamatti wasn't in this. Since we love him, we decided to ask, what role would Paul Giamatti have had in this movie? So you got to take someone out to replace Giamatti. Uh, Anyone but those three. For me, you can make him the bank, the bank manager. Banker. Okay. Uh-huh. You can banker. make him that fat guy who's driving that one car. It looks like a banker. The deputy. You can make him the owner of Bells. Oh. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be. Uh, I'm gonna have an upset here. I, I'd rather. I'd rather see him in there besides JT Walsh. What? JT Walsh is good, though. Uh, he's very good. I think Giamatti could be better. Okay. I think Giamatti would, would add more to the role. He would make the nicer guy nicer and the meaner guy meaner. Like the versions of the, of the same guy. I can see him being just like... Because then he could play him crazy, even. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not just mean, but like crazy. Okay. And then when he's nice, he could be super affable. JT Walsh, as a, as a nice, like, law-abiding citizen, was a little, still a little like, something's wrong with this guy. Yeah. There's still a little bit of that. Okay. That's, yeah. I'll go with the lieutenant deputy. Deputy? Yeah. Okay. Okay. The, the one of the officers or the one that pulled him over the first time? The one of the officers. Well, no, okay. the, well, the one that pulled him over the, the sheriff. sheriff. Oh, sheriff. Oh, okay. Because he starts saying, my deputy. Right, right. Yeah. That's I true. don't know. I think we've my covered deputy. everybody. 
<laughs> yeah, that's pretty much anyone. Okay. Everyone. The uh, wife. I mean, Billy. <laughs> Billy. Oh. I was thinking, or like, if you, if, you do it, if you do it nowadays, in today's uh, 2019, yeah. you could be the transgender right to... No, they could just be gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it complicated. <laughs> now it's time for trivia. This is a part of the show where I make... Oh, no. Where I give out little bits of facts or info you may not know about the movie. I already mentioned uh, the... the the lost scene yep. that he's a war torn photographer or a photographer in a war torn area. Uh, Kurt Russell was helicoptered in and out of the areas of shooting so he could be with his family in Los Angeles at night. So much pull this guy has, dude. Wow. Send me fucking home right now. Wow. That's kind of shitty, though. You kind of want to be there with the rest of the cast and crew, you know. Yeah, for sure. Uh, whatever. I still love him. Uh, <laughs> in the script, I'm so glad they pulled this out. In the script, there's another scene after the bridge climax with Jeff and Amy back at the farm talking to the FBI. The film finishes with the line by Amy, next time we fly. This was deemed out of place and not funny and dropped. Mm. Why? Why is that not funny? Why is it out of place? Why was it dropped? Because it was this whole serious <laughs> scene, and then she just goes, next time we fly. Boom, boom, boom. Well, if, yeah, if you, play, if you play that thing. I know, I know. <laughs> next time we fly. When was 9 11? 2000. This was four five? years later. Four years later. 2001. One. It hasn't happened. Oh, that's yet. right. Oh, I got mixed up with my. When I was a kid. Okay. okay, yeah. Uh, finally, the following actors were considered for the leading role. Considered. Ooh. Richard Gere. What are your thoughts? Uh, he couldn't climb under that car. Okay. <laughs> Dennis Quaid was considered. Ooh. I can see that. Okay. Yeah, but I've never seen him like you know climb underneath anything like that. <laughs> it's uh, all based on the that one scene. Dude, now you mentioned Dennis Quaid, I want to do my other birthday movie again now because <laughs> I like it. And I haven't seen it in a long time, you know. And I, yeah. I think I think you would like it. Okay. Uh, the next three actors, I'll just give you famous lines they've said. Okay. Uh, the next one, give me back my son. Ah, uh, Han Solo. No, Mel Gibson. That was in Ransom. Oh, what? What am I thinking about? Oh, get off my plane. Get off my plane. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't considered, but Mel Gibson was considered. Mel Gibson, give back. He's right. Paycheck. He, Not paycheck. Ransom. Payback. Ransom. He wasn't in Hollywood jail at this point. Right. People still like Mel Gibson. Uh, the next one. Stand down, Captain. Ah, oh, Ed, Ed Harris. Harris. What, the man's black hat. Considered. Mm-hmm. And finally, the last man considered. Come out to the coast. We'll get together. Yes. We'll have a few laughs. See... I, I wouldn't be able to buy him as a photographer. <laughs> but he's not a photographer <laughs> in the I movie. I know. I know. So uh, of those five, who do you think could have? It's Dennis Quaid, Bruce Willis, Ed Harris, Mel Gibson, Richard Gere. In 1997, who do you think could have filled Kurt Russell's shoes? Uh, ooh. I think Mel Gibson would be the best choice out of those. Yeah, you could play a regular guy. Yeah, and then he could also play. He could see him unraveling. Yeah, here. yeah. You yeah, can see him uh, <laughs> as he's like, whoa, whoa, "What do you mean, <laughs> uh, officer? He obviously has my wife. Yeah. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> Ed crazy? Ed Harris would be too fucking wild, dude. Yeah, like right off the bat, you like, nah. Ed Harris is just gonna mow through these guys, right? He just he, just, he kills the cop and he kills the guy in yeah. the truck and then yeah. somehow finds his wife. Yeah, yep. somehow finds his wife. <laughs> Uh, finally, money makes the world go round. We want to put this film into perspective with other films that were released this year so we, we can get a feel financially how well this film held up to its peers. The budget for Breakdown, $36 million. I wonder how much of that was flying mm, him back and forth. 
Um, well, how long was the filming for? Do you know? I could look it up. Mm. A movie like this, probably like two, three months. Mm. Maybe less than that. Uh, there is no foreign box office. Okay. So you're strictly doing the U.S. domestic gross. You said 36? $36 million is the budget. Give me your guess for its total U.S. domestic gross. Um, 120. Okay. Moves. I want to go with 90. Okay. I feel like I've heard of this movie as a fluke. Like this... Besides the fact that I, I saw it, a mm-hmm. trailer or something of it, I've never heard anybody say anything about it ever. Mm-hmm. And even me, I only saw it like one time. Maybe at, walking through the halls of Blockbuster, you see the uh, the picture there. What do you call these halls of Blockbuster that do not exist anymore? Right. That they did at the time. Oh. Uh, I'm going to say 60. Seven. Okay. Uh, thousand? Million. Okay. It was 50.1 million. Oh. Yeah, sucker. <laughs> I may have lost Ron Tomatoes, but I got you with the uh, Money Makes World Go Around. Hey, we all won something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. My prize? oh, yeah, each one of you. Yay, participation something. trophies. <laughs> no. No, no, no. I'm taking uh, the mic. <laughs> <laughs> this film debuted in first place on, really? the, on the weekend of May 2nd, 1997, with $12.3 million. I was there that right. opening weekend. That's Number right. two that week, making its big screen debut. Austin Powers, International Man of wow, Mystery, the, the first, first one. one. Some other notable movies <laughs> released that week. Uh, num- not released, just coming behind these movies. Number four was Liar Liar. Nice. Number six was Anaconda. We did that for the <laughs> yes. show. Check out the archives. Uh, number eight was The Saint. Adam. Val Kilmer? Isn't Bruce Willis in that? No, it's The Jackal. Yeah. Shit, my bad. The Saint is Val Kilmer, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you're right. Shit. Never mind. Woo. And uh, number eleven was Scream. Okay, according to Box Office Mojo, this is the ninth highest grossing film in the category... You guess kidnapping. Drama kidnapping. Ah, uh, yeah. Right when I read it, before I even clicked on it, I, re- I already, in my yeah. mind, I'm like, this has to be number one. Any guesses what the number one kidnapping movie could be? Uh, taken. taken. I have Three. A, I have a special set of skills. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's the first Taken. All right. Well You're done. done. Number two is Ransom. <laughs> Mel Gibson. Number three is Man on Fire. Hmm. Oh, Denzel. that's a good one. Uh, finally, this was the 37th highest grossing film of 1997. Number one that year, Titanic. Oh, good luck. Good luck any movie that came out that year. <laughs> Some notable movies. Number six, As Good As It Gets. Ah, uh, yeah. Which is interesting because that could never be number six now. Because, like, everything's a fucking superhero movie. Yeah. There's no dr- serious drama movie oh, that's that could be true. the sixth highest grossing film of the year. Number 11 was, you want to take his his face? Yes. <laughs> his face off. Eyes, lips, nose. It's coming off. Number 15 that year, Swamp Thing was in Con Air. Con Air. Woo. Uh, and that's the, eh, there's other notables, but that's it. I bought Breakdown. On Amazon years ago. I own this movie on oh, DVD. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, hopefully it wasn't that long ago because uh, hopefully when you bought it, it was with the link <laughs> through our website. <laughs> if you're going to buy anything on Amazon, go to our website first. Click on the banner on our homepage. It takes you to Amazon. You do your shopping as normal. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but it, it helps, helps support, support the show. show. That's 1997's Breakdown, directed by Jonathan Mastow. Check out our website, Rat Pack Podcasts. Dot com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoiler Show. Check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email, 
at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, and movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch. That movie will go to the top of our list and we'll watch before any other requests. They're actually shutting down iTunes. You heard about that, right? Yeah. So I guess it on the podcast app? Yes. Or, yeah. I, iTunes is uh, breaking up into three subcategories. Yeah. Uh, movies, music, and... Streaming. Podcasts. No. Music, podcast, and podcast? Music, podcast... Music, movies, and I think yeah, streaming. Think well, they're going to do Apple TV. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if that's yeah. It's it's under TV. It. Well, I think TV Podcast? is all streaming. <laughs> you're, you're, movies, you're not TV. Gonna be, you're not going to be able to buy songs through Apple Play anymore. You have to subscribe. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it, they're, they're getting away with buying a song for like a dollar, mm-hmm. and you just pay ten dollars a month for Apple Music, and you can play any song you want mm-hmm. so, for Apple Music. Okay. So right. you don't get to own the song anymore. Right, it's, it's, everything's on the cloud. Yeah, or in the cloud, which means on the get all your songs now. Yeah, if uh, you want to own the song. Mm-hmm. I mean, but why? Question for you, Hollywood. Yeah, I have the top ten of 2018 pulled up. Mm-hmm. Almost all of them are superhero e kind of movies. When I say superhero, that's my umbrella term for yes. like a franchise. Right. Okay. Movie. That's what I mean. So, uh, number ten is not a franchise movie. That took uh, up to number 10. And that, you, you know what that is? From 2018? Yeah. A non-superhero-y movie from For this year, right? 2018. From last year. That was a hit. I don't know. Uh, it used to be a Mountain Dew commercial where the, with a song playing in the background. I thought it was Pepsi. No, Mountain Dew. Oh, anyway, that's Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, okay. I want to break free. That okay. one? I thought it was Pepsi. There's technically Dr. Seuss is the Grinch at number seven. I don't know if that... If that that's That blows my mind. <laughs> the the Grinch with Jim Carrey was like the number one movie of the year it came out. Yeah. So what is this What is this one about? Is this also... This is the animated, this is the re- the animated movie. Oh, okay. yeah, but it's the remake of the movie. It's not... Benedict oh, really? Cumberbatch is the Grinch. Oh, that's lovely. All but you right. get what I mean? Like, yeah. As, uh, if as good as it gets came out today, it would have been either straight to Netflix, right, or playing like a small number of theaters and it disappeared. So, uh, Star is Born is after that. Well, that's a remake of. They've oh, made like three. Oh, yeah, obvious. they made like three versions of that movie. Okay, so nothing. nothing crazy Rich Asians. It's probably the closest thing to an original like drama. Yeah. Of, that's number seventeen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, next week. Uh, I don't know if I'll be here or not. I need permission from uh, the mama bear. All right, right. Next week, it's our annual 4th of July episode. Yeah. Where we watch a movie that's, what would you say? It's a, like an action movie that celebrates some aspect of America. It's America. It's, it's a hashtag America movie. Some ones we've done in the past were Independence Day, obviously. Right. Independence Day 2. Yes. Or Resurgence, whatever it was called. We did uh, Battleship. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so this week... We're doing Air Force One or uh, Die Hard on a Plane. Again. Cool. Yeah. Die Hard on a Plane with a President. Harrison Ford, right? Harrison Ford. Get yeah. off my plane. Right. This is Gary uh, Oldman. Yes. As the head terrorist. Freaking fantastic, Gary Oldman. Uh, th- this is a, a movie. I, th- I think it's also apt because it's a movie, no matter where you are, it's a movie that you, everybody all together, cheers for the President. Yes. <laughs> I, I, In a fictional world where everybody loves the President. I, I was thinking about that because it was on TV <laughs> weeks ago, and I was watching it, and I'm like, 
This is a world where everyone's like, oh, my God, the president's in danger. And in this world, whether you support Trump or not, no matter what side you're on, if you heard the president was in danger, half the people were like, yeah. And the other people were like, oh, no. Yeah. The way everything's divided now. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like if Air Force One was taken hostage, half the fucking people would cheer and the other half. Like, yeah. It's fucking depressing. Exactly. Dude. Exactly. Goddamn depressing. It's very upsetting. Yeah. So, but in this one, everybody's all like, yeah. how, how, how would... How would Trump do in this scenario? Air Force One's taken over. Listen, you don't want to mess with me. I'm going to take you all out. If you're smart, you'll get off the plane right now. Johnny, open the door. <laughs> I don't know how that... I, I couldn't see it. I couldn't see him taking any kind of well, he, charge. Well, action. he wouldn't do the Harrison Ford... Because Harrison Ford's an ex-pilot. Or he's, he's a photographer from a war no, torn area. No, I think Harrison Ford's <laughs> president fought in the Vietnam War. <laughs> right. So it does make sense for him, but like, how would any modern because pre- every like president now is like a fucking yeah. draft dodger? How would they? That's true. How would they do it? I can think of anyone in the past fifty years. Yeah, they they probably could have done anything like this. Eisenhower maybe because he served in World War Two. Oh, Bush, the first Bush. He, oh, okay, he was a pilot in World uh, War Two. H, George H. H W. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's the closest you're going to get. Yeah, it's the closest we're going to get. What, what, what person now? The way everyone's divided would if they're on a plane. Oh my God! Is who is there anyone oh. that's like liked by everyone? That uh, if Dwayne heard, the Rock Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. So, yeah. Celebrity. Much, yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I can't it. think of anyone a famous person. No. If you heard their plane was taken hostage, I, Benedict Cumberbatch. No, not no. people know who he is. Right, Jack Jack Nicholson. I don't know. No, maybe. No, but he's 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 made some enemies. There's nobody. I don't think there's anybody. Keanu Reeves. Oh yeah. Oh, he's a, he's a hot he, yes. right now. He's so hot right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> good one, Cowboy. Yes. Nice. Yes. Nice. Very good. Perfect. Keanu Reeves. Cowboy. <laughs> That's great. Keanu and The Rock. (laughs) (laughs) The only two people care about from both sides. Right. Uh, Oh, the the royal family. Everyone likes them. I don't care. Not really. I don't know. I don't don't dislike them. I don't like them, but I also, it's like, the plane got taken. All right, that's a shame. What? The plane got taken? If the plane gets taken, I'll be like, oh no. And then move on with the rest of my day. What is it? Warren Buffett? I don't, I don't Warren know. Warren Buffett? <laughs> Bill mm. Gates? I don't know. Mm. I don't know if people care. Yeah. They just be There's, on the phone. Nobody's as beloved. They're just, uh, eh, whatever. Yeah. As far as belovedness, you can't beat The Rock and, and Keanu. Yeah. Two genuine guys. Right. You know. The Pope? I don't know. I don't even know about the Pope. I mean, like, I religiously, maybe. It might be a big story because it's the Pope. Yeah. But- as far as people actually giving a shit? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> well, tune in next week for Air Force One with uh, Harrison Ford. I actually saw it in theaters. I saw it with my grandma ah. in theaters. Okay. I, I think it, I saw it I looked, in theaters, I think Maestro thought it was someone. Think of it this way. What's the biggest movie that's going to be coming out this year? Oh, uh, the Avengers movie? An Avengers? No. It just came St- out. Oh, Detec- that's still coming? Detective Pikachu. Is it Star Wars? No, it's already out. They're not already out. This Mark Hamill? Out. He's dead. No. Mark Hamill's not dead. In the Star no, Wars. Okay. Yeah. I'm talking about still alive in the Star Wars series. Mark Hamill. He's not. He's dead in the series already. Oh, in the series. 
He's dead in the series? Oh, shit. You don't know that yet? I don't remember. He faded into the Force at the end of The Last Jedi. Oh, okay. That sounds familiar. Okay. Okay. Okay, Think of it this way. I mean, like, could you imagine if the movie couldn't be finished or the series couldn't be finished because, let's say, Ray was taken hostage? Eh. No? No, because you're you're, you're (laughs) counting on all the people that we know that like Star Wars. Yeah. There's a large section of people that despise Star Wars because of how big it is. It's just like and then people anti nerd rage and people hate these new Star Wars because mm-hmm. the Trekkies they, they, oh, no, the no, no, will be like because they, they think they're making it all like social justice <laughs> warrior Patrick Stewart <gasps> you can't okay. Ian McKellen because then we wouldn't be able to see Star Trek Picard on CBS Unlimited or a bunch of other see, but then this, but this is this is still our nerd our nerd brains are saying it's, this but he's not just from Star Trek though yeah he's Sir. Right? If this was 60 years ago, Sinatra or Johnny Carson? Carson. Carson before oh, yeah. Sinatra. Carson. Hell of a show. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, Sinatra, Sinatra got some hate. He gets some hate from people. <laughs> I'm sure you guys will f- yeah. think of someone well, uh, next we'll, week we'll, or in Twitter it or something or put it on somewhere. Twist beloved enough to. Right. Yeah. Fantastic. Yay. Air Force One. Yep. So check that out. Thanks for uh, welcoming welcoming me back for my birthday yeah uh, you're welcome there's always a seat here for you thank you you don't have to kick cowboy out of it i i just sit down <laughs> no i hey i'm gonna lean like a cholo next time anyway <laughs> if i can't make it for the next few i would like to try to make it for the spoilies because mm. the season's about to wrap up that's gonna be a t- have you seen all the ones that we've done so far the, like the movies not, I, not the I, podcast I, but the movies i've themselves? seen them before okay no wait i i made it for your birthday pick you have to make it for mine. <laughs> oh, so you are thinking Adams. Yeah. Okay. Wait, but it's not in... Oh, oh we'll save Let's it. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Because we out. haven't announced it publicly what it is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, everything... I've seen everything except for... Pokemon? Yeah, pretty... No, I've seen that. Okay. Um, Isn't that like a superhero So when movie? I left, it was... The Salvation. Salvation. What Women Want, Happy Death uh-huh, Day, uh-huh. Thomas seen Ripley, seen it, seen Diary it. of a Mad Black Electric, Woman. Keanu, Roadhouse, <sighs> Pet Cemetery, Hellboy, blah, blah, blah. The Same Detective is the only one I haven't seen. Okay. That's an interesting one. Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> that was an interesting one. Well, I'll just leave it So there's that. two slots left. There is. Open one slots? is going to be Cowboy's birthday. Mm-hmm. And then there's just an open slot for yeah. anything. I want to go over these uh, next couple of weeks with you guys to okay. figure out... What the movies are. Excellent. Okay. We'll so I'll try to make it back for the spoilies. All right. Should be interesting. Yeah. Oh, uh, are you going to have an algorithm created for this one? Or yeah. Are you I'll, over I'll, I'll gonna, no, I'm going to do the same thing as the last oh, time. Oh, do you know about the spoilies? Yeah, What's I, happened I, the I past few the spoilies. Years? Okay, so what wind up happening in the past few years? At first, it was just we rolled the dice. So the way the spoilies works is <laughs> we, we, we each... There's a category. It, there's worst, a category. Worst actor. Worst actor. Everyone has, like, a nominee. I'm going to pick... You pick someone, you pick someone, I pick someone. Then the way it first started was, we'll roll a die. A digital dice where it had Maestro on two sides, Adam on the two other sides, and Hollywood on two other sides. Yeah. Oh, my nominee wins. Yay! Yeah. So the first time... The first time... Maestro, he, he he ran away with it. He ran away with it. Like these stupid dice favored him. They're, and then the second time, he somehow he he uh, what do you call it? Weight the dice. He weighted the dice. It was in a digital program. <laughs> and then the next year, Adam spent like all day creating an algorithm in Excel, 
that okay, it, it brings up a random thing, and then again, boom, Maestro ran yeah. away with it. <laughs> it's basically I, I press a button on my computer, and it starts r- randomly generating the names of the nominees until I release it, and then one sticks up. <laughs> and it was Maestro. Still fucking Maestro. <laughs> so, uh, so um, I'm curious how Adam is going to. Um, I'm going to tweak the year. odds. I'm going to put it like. Maestro's well, always going to be in the third well, now, slot. That has a with Cowboy two percent chance. <laughs> well, now with Cowboy, yeah. it's now four. Right, twenty five, twenty five, twenty five, yeah. twenty five. Well, right. we'll do like twenty six, twenty six, twenty six, twenty two, twenty two. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, it's fine. <laughs> it's not fair. You'll still figure out a way. Well, it's almost like the new awards now because like they got eight, ten movies for mm-hmm. best movie and yeah, yeah. So you had three the last couple of years. Now you're gonna have four. Hmm. We're not that bad. Yeah, that yeah. no, should be good. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. <laughs> so I'll try to make it for that one. Fantastic. So uh, I guess that's it for breakdown. Yep. And until next time, this is Hollywood. I'm Cowboy. Uh, I'm Adam. <laughs> I usually go last. So I'm right. Just waiting. It's weird. <laughs> yeah.